0: You're tuning into the FYI podcast. I'm Josiah Keneally.
1: And I'm Mikey Keneally.
0: And we're your hosts. This is where we talk about all things faith, life, adulting, Mm -hmm. and relationships. And this episode is going to be so much fun.
1: Yeah. So we know that many of you as students are going back to your college campus, maybe you're a PSEO student and you are on a campus as a high schooler. We just want to give you some very helpful tips that we've maybe learned from right in the experiences that we've had, just a how to start out strong when it comes to a new school year or a new semester.
0: And everybody wants that, right? You're, yeah. you're paying thousands of dollars or your parents are paying thousands of dollars, sometimes tens of thousands of dollars, mm-hmm. or your future self, if there's. Loans in the process too. Like this, mm-hmm. this is important. You're investing into your life and your future, things like career, things like your knowledge, your virtues, mm-hmm. your skills. And it's such an incredible time of your life. Babe, if you had to think back to mm. and you you went back to school right. um, and did another degree, but if you had to think of either time where you did your bachelor's degree or your other degree, like what would you say maybe? a fond memory mm. is, or what comes to mind about this time of school year for you?
1: Okay. Well, I automatically go to fall and I go to sports seasons, right? Where you're stepping onto a college campus, the football players are on the field, they have two a days. So I think I just, my mindset goes to how can we as students or young adults rally around uh, the, the sports players, the school spirit you know like where's the school spirit and so i'm a marauder that was um the mascot at our at the university of mary in miss mark north dakota so uh yeah just i my mind automatically goes to like the bowl where it's like that's where they played that's where they had all their games as well as the anxiety comes of like oh my gosh i don't know any of my professors how many credits can i handle so i think there's like this tension of like the fond memories of just like Woo, yes, school and like new people and fun. And then the other dynamics, like, oh my gosh, like I don't know what to expect when it comes to the classroom, the schoolwork, the the workload, um, working with a school workload. Yeah. So yeah. I think it's this weird feeling. And I still actually, you guys, if you believe this or not, I still have dreams of going to school like in middle school and high school, um, in my own school with my classmates' lockers next to me in my dreams that always put their stuff in my locker or make mine messy because they're trying to find us take my homework and never happened in real life but I still have dreams being the age I am out of school for this many years my subconscious whatever mind and memory bank goes back to Washburn High School which is so bizarre
0: to me <laughs> did, did you ever get the dream where you're like you in the dream, you're, you forgot to study for the test and your heart sinks and like starts to race.
1: Yeah. It's usually when I was taking like my ACTs or SATs, whatever it was, and I'm Mm -hmm. up in like our big study hall room and it's like, either I don't have a pencil or I didn't study. And I just sit there like this freak out moment, or I just feel all A's or something stupid like that. So I think I still have these real anxieties because I had testing anxiety. But I mean, it's a real thing, right? Yeah. Can you think of anything? Like what comes to your mind when you think of the school? You're like oh, fall or back to school. Target always freaks me out when they have stuff out, like in June. <laughs> oh man, it just makes me think of elementary school, like packing my lunch and this weird stuff, but it's good stuff.
0: In Minnesota, my favorite season is fall. My birthday's in the fall. I love the Mm -hmm. leaves and the changing colors. Mm -hmm. I also know I'm going to get a few amends for this. I love pumpkin spice lattes. (laughs) The last few years, that's a really good treat. Um, And I would just say like, for me, Micah, when I would go back to school and this was, I did two years of PSEO or community college at Normandale Community College. Mm -hmm. And this was the case there. I did my undergrad um, at North Central university. And then I finished and I thought I was done with school forever. And then I went back for my master's in strategic leadership at North Central university again. So go Rams. Um, but I would just say like, for me, I loved that feeling the night and I hated it. Right. I loved that feeling and hated the feeling the night before school, like I never. The nervous slept
1: anticipation. Well. And,
0: and it wasn't like I was super nervous, but I was really excited. And um,
1: lifelong learner, right here. Remember? Yeah, like,
0: <laughs> I, I was like, who's going to be in my classes? What new friends am I going to make? Who's, who's going to be teaching? And like, what are we going to learn? Right. And like, maybe what are going to be our group projects or things? And so I was always really excited <laughs> and nervous, quite honestly. I think the thing <laughs> about me, too, is nervousness comes out as excitement for me, which is both a blessing, but it's it can be a challenge for me and for others. You must sometimes. be nervous
1: all the time then.
0: Um, I'm just kidding. And, and I think excitement <laughs> comes through as excitement I know, too, I know. But, oh. but what we wanna do with this episode is really unpack four life hacks to set the tone for whether it's your freshman year or grad school mm-hmm. or back to school for mm-hmm. you. There's four life hacks. And we want to help you set the tone and start your school year off strong. Right. Should I list them? And then we'll unpack them together.
1: Yeah. And then I'm going to ask you where you thrive the most.
0: This will be good. And this will be fun.
1: Okay. So d- yeah, we'll list them first.
0: Okay. There's four areas that I think to, mm-hmm. to really s- set the tone, start, and also succeed as a student. Yeah. These are all part of the process, right? The first is sleep. Mm-hmm. The second is studying. The third is social life. And the fourth is spiritual life. Mm -hmm. And we believe this that at minimum, one of those is going to succeed by default. I've watched introverts become extroverts and thrive socially. Right. But then sometimes they struggle with their studies or I've seen people oversleep and oversleep and oversleep. And they're like, I'm getting the most rest I've ever gotten. And it's unlimited video game times, but I've never set foot in my classroom. And I've not really (laughs) met anyone. Right. And so a lot of times too, people are like, yeah, I'm strong academically. Socially, I'm, I'm making new friends and even like, yeah, mm. sleep is so, so whatever, but I've lost my faith. I've abandoned the faith in my childhood. So let's unpack these a little bit deeper and start with sleep.
1: Yes. Well, everybody knows you feel better after you sleep. You get a good night's rest. You're you're having what, eight to ten hours, and you're probably laughing at me saying, oh, Micah, I get four. Listen, your body and your mind need sleep to recharge, to rejuvenate, just to recalibrate some of the things of of what's taken place the day before, the the day that you've just lived. And sleep is essential. I mean Cognitively, we can think better. We can make better decisions. We can do better in our schoolwork, in our studies. We can, I don't know, learn how to rein in um, just the elements. And I know that you know you might have a roommate maybe one of you is an early riser and the other one likes to stay out late or vice versa, which is fine. But just learning that about yourself earlier on will set you up for success later. Um, I know that I come alive. I'm more of the morning person. I come alive in the morning. I'm most productive literally probably from 7am till about 11 or noon. And by one to four, I'm just like, okay, this is just a lull
0: of a day. And you kind of always been that way. I've
1: right? always been that way. Yeah. I mean, I would go to elementary school or kindergarten half days to kind of, give you some perspective is five years old have a half day of kindergarten, climb up in my bunk bed, take a nap. And my mom never had to tell me to take a nap because I was just exhausted. I was an introvert too. So just knowing who you are and not having to apologize for how God has wired you, but learning how to leverage how he has wired you is your job as a college student, which will then in turn, hopefully impact and affect your adulting into the marketplace even better. Because Josiah, how do you function when it comes to the sleep dynamic of things?
0: Opposites attract, right? And uh, (laughs) at least that's the case in this area of our life. Right. If we were both the same, one of us would be unnecessary. Right. And I thank God that we're different. And um, with my and and I'd say it this way too. As far as sleep, the habits that I formed as Mm -hmm. a college student Mm -hmm. have been some healthy, some unhealthy, and they're really hard to break. Right. So I all through high school, actually in college, I'd get off school at what, like three. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'd have either school or an internship. And then I'd go to a a job at Grand Slam, this sports entertainment center that I worked. Mm -hmm. And I worked there eight years and I was always on the night shift. So I could, sometimes it would be three to 10, sometimes it'd be five to 12. On weekends, they were open like it was a foot like three to 12 shift, 3 p.m. to midnight. You heard that, right? And so then I'd get off work at either 10 or 12 clean, punch out, and then go home and work on any homework.
1: No way. Nice chance for and, me.
0: Yeah, but but I mean, I think that to this day, like sometimes our girls are in that by what, say eight, both yeah. of them young kids in our family. And then you Mm -hmm. like to go to bed by like nine, nine thirty. 30. Seriously. Even
1: when I was in high school and college, it was like nine o'clock.
0: And and in my brain, (laughs) (laughs) my neurons are just starting to fire academically. So I'm a deep thinker. I might read an entire book after the girls go to bed. I might watch a documentary. I might write an entire blog or book or, or chapter. Yeah. yeah. Like those are things that I really get creative with energy at night. And I did in college and right. I still do to this day, but then waking up for me, if I'm really honest, is a really <laughs> challenging thing. Um, like before seven o'clock in the morning, that's really hard when you're going to bed at midnight, one, two, and I don't now, but I did then. And so right. now if I'm in <clears> bed by 10 30, 11 o'clock, To get up by 637, Mm -hmm. I'm dragging a little bit. Mm -hmm. And so, um, but I'm just saying that about getting a good night's sleep. That is life hack number one. Yep. And what would you say kind of like secondly, where are we at?
1: Oh man, I would say number two is study hard recognize and realize that you are paying for the college or the university that you're attending uh whether you are or the university or a scholarship is I actually when I was in um, college I was in this the stats class and I I loved I love the teacher but I also loathed him because he was this old gentleman and he was so good at what he did and he just thought everybody could read his mind and like stats should be easy like this is how you do these numbers and I just remember sitting there and he's the first question is like, How many of you know why in the world you're even here? And there's like 50 of us in the classroom. And he was like, Well, you all should be here, but how many of you have to be here because you need this class to take it to graduate? Almost every hand goes up. And I just remember when I was sitting in class, you know, I was taking into consideration, wow, I could either skip out on this class, drop this class, make an excuse, or I could learn from a brilliant mind, even though it's challenging for me in a good way. Like I need to be challenged. But I remember sitting there and calculating literally every single day. So we had four credit classes. So I sat there four days a week. Wow. And we'd sit through this class and we would, you know, do statistics and everything. And I had a, I calculated out how much money I was spending per day in that class. And I about lost it. I was like, I am never going to skip. I never skipped class. I think I skipped once in my whole entire career because it was my birthday and I wanted to go home. So... (laughs) I packed up and I'm like, it's my birthday. I'm going home. But literally, like, I recognized and realized as a freshman, 18 years old, I'm paying for the school. My parents are helping me on some levels. Yeah. But I'm spending how much money? per hour to sit in this class and learn, and either I can blow it off or I can really lean into my studies and study hard and get the grade that I deserve, not the grade that I think that I deserve by doing nothing. So I think recognizing and realizing that there are people who are privileged in the academic world who don't have to study, right? So it's just like, boom, it comes easy for them. My sister is one of those. I am not. I've always had to study and earn my grades, which I'm grateful for the discipline of that now. But in the moments I was like, how come she can go have fun and I have to sit here and not have to, I wanted to study, like I wanted an A. So I worked for the grades. Um, But then there's also people who maybe aren't privileged enough to step into a university yeah. setting or a college campus because whether it's finances or maybe they didn't take their high school um, seriously or whatever the situation yeah. is. So realize that education Um, whether it's somewhere you live around the world, like education is a gift. And when we're asked to utilize, steward it well, and to take advantage of the opportunity of being present on a campus, whatever that is and looks like, but studying hard. And do you have anything to add to that, Josiah?
0: I don't. Okay. You said it best, but the third life that I really lean into is we want you to thrive socially. Yeah. And I believe that college, university, Those four Mm -hmm. years kind of determine who you're going to spend time with during those four key impactful years. And also even your lifelong friends of the next 40 years and beyond, um, you've heard it said, show me your friends, I'll I'll show you your future. Mm -hmm. And that's really true. I think the other thing that's true is that we become, studies have shown, there's data on this, that we become a lot like the five closest friends we surround ourselves with. And what does that mean? you earn a similar amount of money. You spend your time similarly, Mm -hmm. you talk and dress alike. Mm -hmm. And so um, I love what Andy Stanley says. (laughs) He says that friends determine the quality Mm -hmm. and the direction of our life, both the direction Mm -hmm. of life, where we're going, destination, but also the quality along the way, right? Mm -hmm. right. Life is not just about the end destination, about getting somewhere. It's also about enjoying the journey. Yeah. Right. Yep. It's life's a process. And we really want you to find great friends and it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. And so I would just say, be prayerful about who you're letting into your inner circle, be thoughtful, be intentional, seek out in our season of life mm-hmm. right now, real time. I looked at Micah two days ago, I think it was. Yeah, And I was like, we were in the car driving back from meeting. And I was inspired by it. A couple that we had just gotten together with some of our dear close friends, and I was like, "Hey, (laughs) babe," I was like, "Micah, let's do great things. Let's surround ourselves with great people.
1: Yeah, like that's let's do great things with great people. Exactly, and those are friends, right?"
0: And so I would just say that you know a lot of times you'll see people thrive in their sleep life Mm -hmm. or struggle in their sleep life. Secondly, students either many times pass. or fail fail in their studies academically. And I think socially, Mm -hmm. college can be, especially the past couple of years, Mm -hmm. an isolating time for our nation, our world for crying out loud. And so we really are designed relationally for that connection. And that's really important socially. Yeah, And take us home.
1: Yeah, so we're just going to land the plane with number four, which is probably the most important one. But we just want to leave you with this one and stir up your faith. Where where are you at spiritually? Are you just starting your journey? Have you been claiming to be a Christ follower for 10, 12, 15 years? Like, just be mindful, like Josiah said, the people that speak into your life. How are they spending their money? <clears throat> how are they spending their time? Is a church um, a priority? Is Bible study a priority? Is it already built into the university that you have chapel or you have mass or you have something that you're attending? Okay, outside of those things that you have to go to in order to participate on your campus or you get graded for, or there's a whatever that is um you only get so many what are they called passes or yeah, kind ex- of skips or yeah whatever. skips passes, or whatever yeah so just being mindful like how are you growing spiritually where are you thriving where are you needing to thrive and oh man I would honestly say that this is where I was probably the lowest in the, my four years of my first four years of college wow. spiritually and I was wow. going to a Christian Catholic Benedictine school and I was hungry for it don't get me wrong. But I just wasn't finding, excuse me, other young adults who were actively living it out outside of the you know, classroom outside of the the party weekend outside of mass or chapel or whatever you want to call it. And so it was very challenging for me to, to, for, to feel like I was the only one spiritually hungry, but didn't know where to go to get fed. Right. Does that make sense? And I just want to encourage you, if you feel like that, like start praying for those friends yeah. um, because that's what I did. And God did bring those friends. It took like a month for me to pray only a month, which I felt like forever and the shortest amount of time ever at the same time of recognizing like I need Christian women in my life who are going to hold me accountable, who are going to challenge me, who are going to sharpen me, who are going to make me a better person and also point me to the heart of Christ and to the word of God. And I want to live my life out through the word of God and through the things that he's called me to. And how do I do that? And community was definitely something that I was lacking on campus, like community in a positive light is what yeah. I was lacking. And that's where I felt like, wow, take those four years. Like I could have been on fire for the Lord or I couldn't, and I chose to be spiritually stunted. Like, yeah. I'll be honest. Yeah. Like I chose, I chose that. So it wasn't until I was 22 out of college that first couple months realizing like, I need to pray for Christian people. I need to yeah. pray for women of faith and brothers um, that have a pure heart and that want mm-hmm. that see me as a woman of God and a sister in Christ, not a potential wife or girlfriend. Like mm-hmm. I was, uh, you see, we see that all the time, right? You step onto a college campus and maybe that's your goal, like ring by spring or whatever that is. And, um, yeah, I would just say that that's one place that I think that I struggled the most and I didn't necessarily grow up in a home that was like, this is how you read your Bible. This is yeah. how you seek the face of God. So yeah to be 18 and 18 and 22 on your own. It's like, wow, every decision that I make is my own now. Like, what does that mean? And how do I do it? And I desire it, but who else is there to help me? You know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think I came to a crossroads probably at about 22, but yeah. Anything you want to add to that? Your side the fourth one,
0: Again, here's because you have say. a
1: different story. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. I would say that, um, <clears throat> When I got car keys, which is a little bit younger, it was about 16. And then especially by the time I was 18, an adult, mm-hmm. that was when I really started coming alive spiritually as a young adult. That's good. And I was exposed to a community of friends who were like minded. And so it was interesting that if I had a rate um where I was at with each of these, I did not sleep healthy patterns in college. My sleep really suffered. Mm-hmm. Um, my studies came very naturally and I wasn't necessarily in undergrad in a very academically rigorous program that I would by my own consideration. Right. Um, it was very hands-on and a lot of practical application, a lot of hands-on ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, socially I flourished mm-hmm. spiritually. I, I was thriving mm-hmm. And and so if I were to speak to my younger self, it'd be, you know, make sure that you're getting a good night's sleep. Make sure that you are learning. Just because you're getting good grades doesn't mean you're learning.
1: Yeah, you probably get bored.
0: And so <laughs> yeah, I'd say that then um what what my challenge to any young person listening mm. today would be this within the next two weeks, find a home church, yeah, a local church. And you're going to want to find somewhere that has small groups that has life groups or young adult ministry, college ministry. The second thing, if you're really on a college campus, get plugged into a campus ministry. Mm -hmm. We have a link to everycampus.org that will help you find maybe a Chi Alpha campus ministry in your area Mm -hmm. or, but we want to help you find in your community, a local church and a campus ministry to help you thrive in your faith. It'll help of course, with your, um, social life as mm-hmm. well some of that godly community right. because we believe this godly community is the cure to isolation and loneliness right it is it's part of god's design and then we want to end with a fun giveaway
1: ooh yes how do you want to do it
0: so there's three things that are going to be prizes and how you um enter is going to be Instagram at FYI podcast. Okay. Right. So in order to enter head over today, and it's going to be a one week long giveaway starting today, Friday. Okay. And by next week, winners will be announced. Um, All you need to do is follow the instructions, but follow the FYI account tag college students and for every student that you tag it is an entry into Ooh, so 10
1: drop. friends means 10 times my name gets entered exactly Ooh, okay
0: yeah better and chance then, of winning huh Yep. and then um here will be the prizes do you want to just read them off what the Ooh, yes
1: oh we have a coffee gift card i believe it's a starbucks coffee gift card we have a book
0: of fulfill your purpose dun, in dun, your dun. generation. That's the book that just is coming out yes. this week that we would I'd love to get just wrote that book and it's not even fully launched yet. But I got some advanced copies and I'd love to send <laughs> one to you. It's about fulfilling your purpose and really investing yeah. in the faith of the next generation of millennials, Gen Z, and even Alpha generation. It's good of how we can connect them with the local church and godly community and the grand prize.
1: Oh, yes, you guys. You should enter. Do those instructions because it's not just $1 Venmo. It's not $10 Venmo. It is a $100 Venmo gift for you. And you can use it however you want. Whether you need that to get a new Bible, whether you need that to buy friends coffee, whether you need to pay off some school debt, $100 is $100, right?
0: It's almost like Venmo's like better than cash these days.
1: It is. I would I would say so. We're not sending hundred dollars in the mail, right? Right. It's, One I click, it's two cold, clicks.
0: Cold hard cash, but it's like cha ching Venmo or something. Cha
1: ching Venmo. Okay. <laughs> but
0: uh, again, all you're going to need to do is follow the young adults, or uh, sorry, follow the FYI podcast mm-hmm. on Instagram. Tag friends, and then the last thing to do to get bonus entries is to leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Yes,
1: that sounds great.
0: So um, reach out with any questions that you have about life, faith, adulting, relationships. If you wanna stir up your faith, you can reach out as well. And we'd love to get you connected to faith communities in your area and to take that next step of putting Jesus as Lord and Savior at the center of your life. So go in blessing, set the tone, start your semester off strong.
1: Yes. Until next time, we'll announce those winners. So get entered.